Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, Episode 10, the running podcast for average runners by average runners. Got a lot to talk about this week. I'm pretty pumped up. I'm back running. I feel like I can um, call myself a runner again and actually speak on the show. Uh, This week, we've got the two Barden brothers, myself, Wooly, and Steve Sparling in the house. How's it going, boys? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Your yeah. work calmed down now, Steve. The Easter's over. I hope so. This is the first weekend off after Easter, so there's no more buns or crazy shit. It's just going to be awesome. Oh, good. Get back into yeah. some serious training. Yeah. How many hot cross buns do you reckon you make over Easter? Oh, heaps, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I hate to think. Hey, it's just we just Hundreds? smash it. Yeah, we started early afternoon before the shop started, um, before the shop closed a couple of days there. So, you know, Tuesday off, Wednesday off, and then we closed Thursday afternoon. So, yeah, it was just a, you sort of get, get to work and see the sun go down. And then I, I did a run after work at like just after five. And then I saw the sun come up using a headlamp and went home again. It's weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. I, do, I do love a hot cross bun all yeah. year round. Not just well, you, you guys, you guys all do manual labour, obviously, except for Nathy lifts pens and carries stuff in and out of um. My iPads, I got to carry iPads. <laughs> but you know, like you do the same stuff all the time, but to, it takes it to the next level. And after Thursday last week, I had sore hands. You know, like trying to squeeze my hands just from using them a bit extra over the last few days before that. But you be the same. You build you if you crank the work up a bit, you get sore. It's just out of your normal oh, zone, yeah. you know. All that extra typing on the iPad is really my, messy. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> brain gets, my brain gets sore. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway. A few years ago, I did um I did night shift in the city, and um it was it was just bizarre working, yeah. and then like driving home when the sun was coming up, it was just so strange. I guess you get yeah. used to it once you keep doing it, but it was just. Yeah. you do and then and then changing shifts hours and stuff like the start times that just wrecks everything again so mm. yeah oh, anyway. who's gonna kick us off been doing much running phrase phrase yeah, I, had a, I had a good week this week i did 50 nearly 52k all right yeah Woo! watch out ba <laughs> um oh god i have to go back on my strava because i got i can't remember what i've done yeah you've um, had a good week I had, I had Monday. I had Monday off, so my week started on the Tuesday, and then so last Tuesday I think I did. I've been to the gym three times this week as well. On top of that, so I did on the Tuesday. I just did a seven k easy run. Uh, Tuesday I did a didn't get home from work till late. I did a just a session on the treadmill. I did one minute on. 
one minute jog, two minutes on, two minute jog, up to four minutes and then back down to one minute. Uh, did that. That was nearly 10K. And then Wednesday, just did a little easy run. You bloody copying my Strava. <laughs> did you? <laughs> no? Uh, oh, that's... Oh, Peter oh, Lewis big... posted that on Facebook, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. pyramid session. Yeah, I yeah. just did it on treadmill. Yeah. Um, Friday, I just did gym and then went 4K on the treadmill at the gym. And then Saturday, I got up and did the Sandgate Park Run. I've never done it that one before. Nice and flat, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's not. And it was nice. A bit cooler. There's no wind, it's good. Yeah, it was, was the little breeze, but not really. Like, Paul Gourlay was out there. He was, <laughs> he was on a tempo run. And then you get the pipe run in part of that and then finish. I, I looked on his Strava, he did about 30K all up. And then he came yeah. second in the park run in 16 something or whatever. Yeah. He's getting um, fit again, man. That's good to see. I did 22, 22.30. But I had to stop and have a stretch after 3K because my hip and that, like left leg gets sore. Yeah. So I stopped for about, I don't know, 45 seconds, a minute, just to have a stretch. And then I <laughs> carried on again. I did 22.30, which weren't too bad. Pretty good run, considering you stopped. Yeah. Like the first K of that, I did 4.8. Second K was 4.14. I was running right behind this like quite tall lad. And I was just trying to stick with him. Um, but then on the turnaround, the end of the pier, I just sort of, my legs started to hurt a bit. And I kept going and I gave it a stretch and it sort of come good again. So yes, yeah, so that was right. And then did a 3k warm down. So I did nearly 12 Ks all up that day. Yeah, good effort. And then right. yesterday, uh, oh, then I went to the gym in the afternoon of that. And then Sunday, yesterday, I just did 11 K easy run. And that was about my week really. Solid mate. Yeah. So that's pretty good week. You need, to, you need to enter a race. Yeah. What about no, you, Nate? Mate, uh, I did that 20K the last Saturday. And so um, because of uh, getting back from work late and other stuff and people picking things up, um, I ended up not running till Wednesday. So I did a 10K uh, on the road. Wednesday, Thursday did a 10k trail and then uh left it till um yesterday did a 20k trail and road on a new pretty hilly that probably on my strive is a little bit wrong because uh yeah again the uh, garment has shit itself uh it's been officially told by garments so i've got to send that the replacement back to get another replacement to replace the replacement um <laughs> how many is that that this will be my third garment yeah. the second one they're sending me but my third garment so third time lucky so hopefully i'll get it in time for the brisbane trail marathon um on the first of may and then yesterday was quite good. It says 613 meters, but it showed a big drop and then again. So it might have been about 500, but there's some big hills in that. Like, good view from up top. Bloody hell. Yeah, that, that view up there is, 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 I mean, but now 
lucky I didn't show all the houses because that all those fields there are getting turned into housing. It's a shame because they used to be oh. lovely, lovely rolling fields and cattle and everything through there. But um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty hilly. And that was all done before breakfast. So I was, uh, got home and had a, my tea and me, me hot cross buns and me banana. I'm on me, um, I'm on me uh, pa- uh, plant powered diet at the moment. So no meat. Oh, I say no dairy, but I have been eating cheese. But the milk, I've stopped cow's milk and I'm just having like rice milk and oat milk and almond milk. So you had, you a, sausage roll. Roll. You had a sausage roll yesterday at Lucas's birthday party. Oh, well, they were vegetarian, <laughs> weren't they? And, uh, and, 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 uh, and a few slices of margarita pizza. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, the cheese is okay. I'm allowed the yeah. cheese, right? But uh, yeah, I just realized that I was eating meat in the but you know that's that's Mate, it, honestly <laughs> i i tried to go full vegetarian and it's it's really hard like yeah everything you eat nearly has meat in it it's it's nuts and once you start realizing well, I that, you can get away with it you can get away with not the meat but if you wanted to go vegan you'd be really hard but i still eating eggs because like but so i'm not going vegan vegan but um the we we were lucky we've been up today done that 13k at uh, somerset trout so keep an eye out on the youtube channel for the video we're putting together and we were starving hungry on the way coming back down mount me and we thought right the first place we find open we're going to the pit stop was shut but the bakery didn't say it on the internet but we got there and the bakery was open so it was like they had veggie pies left can you believe they had veggie pies left two of them so we munched into those i'll tell you it went down in about 60 seconds like, oh, wow. uh, it was, I was too, gone to in the afternoon. So, um, it's a good bakery yeah, there. Yeah, it's not too bad. They definitely, the pies have improved. They used to be not cooked enough, you know, so the bottom would fall out of them as you're eating them. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, a 41K for the week is not too bad. Um, we get a few Ks in this week, a speed session for the uh, relays on Monday, which is be next Monday, Anzac Day. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Started the week off all right with a 13k walk jog today. I think that that'll allow us to I can keep those add those k's to me to me week. Yeah. I'll yeah. get out tomorrow for 10. Steve Woolley, you've come back with a vengeance from not running. You had a good week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um do you want me to go through my week then? Sure do. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I was like pretty itching to get back running. And, um, I probably started a bit like guns blazing to be fair, but I was just up for it. So that that first Monday back, I did nine K and, uh, averaged like four forty four pace. And I just felt like I was cruising. And, um, so that was like positive. Then I went to, um, Striders, the South Pine Striders, um, Tuesday night session at, um, it's at the Petrie paper mill. And uh, run with the boys there, and um, oh, like we did, we did it the same pyramid set that Fraser did on his treadmill, which was uh, started off with one minute on, one minute off, and then the same whatever the rep was, you had the same amount off. So it went one, two, three, four, three, two, one, and um, I run that with the a group about there was like four or five of us at the start, and it sort of dropped off to like three of us at the end, but. Oh, it's so good running with a group of lads, like just running with a group. It's so much easier. 
we averaged um, like sort of three thirties for the ons and about four thirties for the offs. So we weren't really hanging around on the offs, you know, like Jesus. I yeah. kind of said like, shit, we should slow it down a bit, but everyone was just on their toes. So we just kept rolling. So we got that done. And then uh, Wednesday I went to the gym, but no running. Thursday I did an easy 13K. And then uh, that was about five minute Ks. And then we were up the Sunshine Coast on Friday for Easter. So I did a uh, 10K loop around the headlands there overlooking the surf, run five of that, the first five of that with my wife, Tammy. And then when she dropped off, I did the last 5K on my own. And I went, I, I picked up the pace probably a little bit too much. And, but I was feeling good. So I finished that. And then Saturday morning, we went to Golden Beach Park Run. Yeah, my legs actually felt really tired. <laughs> I, was, um, I, was, I was going to just run 20 minutes. I was thinking if I can run 20 minutes, I'll be happy. And then, of course, once the, like, the race started, I was like jockeying for position. And <laughs> I ended up, I ran 19.10 and I was second. And I think the guy who won did 18 minutes or 18 minutes low. So I, I, he was miles in front of me, but I, um, yeah, I felt, I felt pretty tired on that one. And then on Sunday, I just run 10 Ks nice and easy, which um, got me to 63 K. And uh, I was tempted to jog that up to 70, but I just thought that's like my first week back. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just somewhere to start. So I, I, was, I was pretty happy with that. And what's that? How many weeks now you got to a worm? I think there's another 10 weeks of training for the Gold Coast. And a yeah. week taper. Yeah. You got a what, schedule? What's the date? I've got, I might, I've got a bit of news about that, but I won't talk about it just yet because I'm not 100% sure. But talk about that next week. Anyone else going to do the marathon? Do the uh, Gold Coast marathon with Steve? I might do half. I might do the half. I might enter that. Yeah, do the half phrase. Get, yeah, get something on. You the... staying down there the night before, or what are you going to do? Oh, the half's yeah. on the, the half's on the Saturday, and the marathon's on the Sunday. Isn't yeah. Tammy yeah. doing the half? Well, Steve, I'm, I'm hoping that she'll do the half, and we'll stay down there all weekend, and then um, I can watch her with the kids on the Saturday and just watch the half, and then she can watch the marathon on the Sunday. It should work really good. I'll look at the timings to see. I might just drive down there and then like park up somewhere. Mate, I, might, uh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I might just enter. I might enter the half. Yeah, so. That's Shit, on the a... Saturday, not the Sunday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. yeah. It was 180 bucks for the marathon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, pretty expensive. Yeah, but it's, it's a great weekend down there, and the event is just, yeah. Mm. The, the Imagine the buzz when you get down there to get your number and that. It'll just be, yeah, be epic. Yeah, I'll have a think. When's that June, July, what? One and two, I think. June one and June first and second. June? Or second and third. I'm not sure. Hang on. July, isn't it? June, July. Like we always say it. We always July. do this with the new set, The new set is 28th of May, so it must be July. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Spartan and I may be doing... Second the, and third. Uh, 96th of July. Yeah. Spartan yep. and I might be doing the um, 96K as a team of two. One lap each rotation. What do you think? I'll, um, I could talk about that next week. 
the uh, Kokoda. It's a 96 kilometer Kokoda for Trek to Health at uh, around Anogra Dam. It's an 8K loop, and you can do it in a team of two up to 12. So if it's a team of 12, you do one lap um, to raise money for uh, Trek to Health. And More than an area. So if there's two of us, then it would be like, you know, like you do a lap, I do a lap, and while I'm doing a lap, you get to rest, and then we swap, yeah. swap, swap. So we do 48K each. But oh, that's over that sounds a, cool. So that would be actually be quite good as a team of two. I think that'd be quite, quite good. You don't have to sit around waiting too long then. Yeah. So it's a lot of a lot of elevation. Yeah, that's a bit of a what was what was it per lap? Oh, I think two fifty or something. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, because there's some real Maybe bad hills in that, meters around that yeah. trail. Oh. So that's yeah. so, what's that? How long? How many laps each? Six laps each. Yeah. So about twelve hundred meters elevation. How much? How long's a lap? Yeah. 8K. 8K. Yeah. So 250 meters over 8K. That's quite a lot. Mate, there's yeah. there's a hill in Good that. race, though. I've done the, yep. the um, trail running Queensland race they do out there, and there's a hill in that about halfway round that is just, you, you, you yeah, you're walking up. You could that run hill. it. Yeah. You could run it. Yeah. There's one at the start as well by the damn it's, wall. Um, it's pointless yep. running it because you're just wasting energy. It's yep. so steep. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, a couple of really big yeah. hills amongst that that 8k but i think they cut out one of them nate showed me the loop um it's different that loop i sent you is a bit different than the loop they're doing now because that was 8.4k they've yeah. changed it to 8k so i think they've nicked out that bit that you go down around a bit closer to the dam and out you sort of yeah. cut it off so that misses that 400 meters and which is oh, yeah, yeah. Your, um later on you'd need your sticks or something to walk up that hill then Oh, Maybe. I don't think it's yeah. that steep to worry about. It's not it enough. Is, it is yeah, steep, how, though. How your legs? Yeah. yeah, but then you've got to run Maybe. with them for the rest of the race. It's all right. Yeah. Not really. It's only 48k each. What are you worried about? <laughs> Sick. Collapsible. You get your collapsible. Come, come join us, Fraser. Well, I'm actually going to... Yeah, come and join us. Show us how to do it, Fraser. Well, I've done um, 96 k on my own. Well, What's your well, problem? when we go... In France, right, they have this shop called Decathlon Sport, and they are just the... They're huge. They're like a Costco, but it's just like got okay, everything sport in it from hunting stuff to skiing to that. And if we can find the one down in Lyon when we're there in France before before um, we go to the race, they reckon they'll have lots more of like the walking poles and all that stuff. So I want to get a set for me for my birthday. So I reckon we'd be able to pick them up there because they have like cycling gear, running gear, they have every sport, even the horse hey. riding stuff. They, they've, they've got a shop like that down the Gold Coast that, um, where I go. Um, that, um, What's it called? Do you know? 40 Warehouse. They do every, they even sell gel blaster guns and all that. And they do archery oh, right. stuff. They've got a supplement store, do all your weight training stuff, all your What's tired it called? Boxing. Uh, Sport is Warehouse. Is that Sport Labrador is. there? Is that a yeah. Labrador? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen yeah. that. Sport two, is. Two story. They yeah, it's huge. Wow. Massive. Yeah. It's like um, yeah. you get some real good stuff in there. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, that's um, you get all that stuff in there. Well, well, I think that's definitely one to discuss if we do want to do that. Kokoda one and a team of two. I, um, I'm meeting Bruce, the uh, the CEO of Trek to Health, on Thursday, so we're going to chat uh, races and strategy for putting more races on and different stuff. So watch this space. Get him yeah. on here. See if you yeah. can get him on here to talk about it. 
Yeah, that'd be good. I said we'd give him a shout out on the um, on the podcast. So uh, when I've got some more information this week and see what he'd like us to say, I'll, I'll uh, talk a bit more about Trek to Health. The uh, unfortunately is you can't, the events don't seem to be listed in the, um, the Queensland running calendar online. So um, where all the other stuff is that I use as my, my go-to to find different races, see what races. Just got to get him to so, upload uh, it. Got to get him to put it on yeah. the website. Yeah. So uh, they were before, like the, um, the remember day run that we did was on there, but it doesn't seem to be. So we'll, um, but they're out there this year. They're um, trek to hell for one of the um, like beneficiaries of the bridge to Brisbane. So um, if you go to the Trek to Health uh, website and if you're doing the Bridge to Brisbane, you can fundraise for that and then you get to uh, rest after the Bridge to Brisbane in the Trek to Health VIP tent and um, we'll find out what's involved with that this week. Nate will give you a massage. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) free massage. After a race, I usually just like to leave. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd be hard to get out of that bloody lounge but like you know <laughs> yeah matilda's stuffed after that 13 uh, that almost 15k today um in france what's she uh, doing in france what distance she's gonna do the 13k uh so roughly well, the same yeah it. but i said we're yeah. gonna have to go back out there and do it she says, let's go somewhere else and run a different trail so i said we'll go to bunya forest and practice there and yeah um it's usually you can get that fairly flat you can find 13k fairly flat at Bunya, I reckon. Yeah. Um, it's Bunya Forest. Yeah, yeah, but not if you yeah, find some of the. It's got the roller <laughs> coaster out there. Right. <laughs> I thought you can't find anything flat in there, I don't reckon. Yeah. Like if you go up, you've got to come steady. And it's like, especially around the roller coaster bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Hey, what about you, Sparling? Let's, um, we missed you last week. So do you want to recap a bit of what you did? The week before and this week? Yeah. Um, I think the week before I finished the last podcast, I, I did a 74 or 75K week um, with a big park run. We, me and Nath had a, a warm down together after that. So then after that, I had a day off work, sort of caught up with me. I think I did a, yeah, Monday I had a day off. So then Tuesday work was getting busier and busier because of the Easter so normally I run after work. I, I hate afternoon runs, but um, I did an afternoon run, a 7K. Then the following afternoon after I woke up, went out again, did a 5K and then I had a day off again, just busy, just needed a bit more rest. And it was a really short week. I knew I had the um, Caboolture Handicap run coming up on Sunday, which is a 10K club event. So then come Friday, I did another 7K easy, but that was in the morning. It was a late one, like 9.30 in the morning, which is weird hours. I don't know. The hours just changed so bad. Come Saturday, it was like a big night at work. I was knackered and normally I would just drive to park run and do it. I had everything in the car, but for some reason I just stayed home and went back to bed, you know, just tired. So I missed Saturday's park run, which I normally do. And then um, in the afternoon, got up, I think at 3.30 or something and went for a run, um, just another shorter run, like a, I think it was a 9K or 10K. And then the following day, we had the Caboolture um, Road Runners Handicap Series. It was race two. Um, they're really putting me to the test. I, I work at Fernie Grove, so then I have to drive 56 minutes to Steve Irwin way from Fernie Grove 
finish. I don't know whether I was going to make it or not. But yeah, I got there eight minutes before the start. So like a 56 minute drive to run 46 minutes to drive back, you know, 40 something minutes back to my house is ridiculous. But just, um, just, I got it. just for the overseas listeners, if you heard him say Steve Irwin way, that, na- that road is named after the crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin, and it's right near his um, crocodile farm. Yeah. Just a bit of info for anyone from overseas. Australia Zoo. Yeah, oh, yeah Australia, Australia Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. That's the one. So, yeah, it was at um, Steve Irwin Way. It was Matthew Flinders Park, which is just before Mount Tibbergargan turn off. So, if anyone knows that. And all we did was a trail run. It was probably like 50 metres of bitumen, and then we run to the turnaround point, which is a two and a half K turnaround along a trail, which is basically like a bikeway on the edge of the road. So a bit of gravel, just a single trail through the grass and trees and stuff with a few little Creek crossings. So apparently after I got there, I was already dressed. I got dressed at work. I thought there's no point getting there and then trying to get dressed to get my bib number and, and do all that. I got dressed first, took off, drove there, put the bib number on, went for a short 600 meter run. Missed the race briefing, which had like a, a little bit of a, a muddy puddle crossing. So I totally missed that. So for the first three legs, so two and a half out, two and a half back and two and a half out again, I went through the mud and everyone else avoided it. So, <laughs> so but I committed. I just went left shoes wet. So I'm just going to keep going left shoe through. It was about three meters. So it's just for me, that's just a big jump and then a skip out of it. So I had one shoe wet the whole time, one shoe dry. And then someone yelled something to me to yesterday. Me. I slipped in the <laughs> that creek crossing through the little, I call it the rainforest, which usually I find all right. I slipped and then I actually saw after I'd slipped that I could have just stepped across a little different spot without even having to jump. One foot went in the drink. I actually stopped and I actually had to ring my sock out because I thought I'm only about 6K into the run. It's going to be a oh. 20, well, about 7K and 20 odd K run. Yeah. So I thought oh, I'll ring the I'll ring this sock out first. Yeah. A bit more comfort. Yeah, mine was more mud. I think it was almost dry, you know, but it was probably like a good three or four inches deep. So yeah, I got mud over the top of my shoe. So anyway. Mate, you um, used to that. Yeah, you know, the old spot, the old Steve special. Yeah, yeah. I didn't stack at that one. I actually um had a bit of an injury during that run. I think going up, it was a basically an out and back two and a half K out and on the way out, we were in and out of the tree. So I had me sunnies on my head, uh, on my hat and then sort of running out of the shade into the sun, I put them on. And then after about a hundred meters or something, went back into the shade of the canopy of the trees and I couldn't see anything. So I took them off. And at the same time, I, I went into a hole and you know how you hyperextend your leg. So you sort of miss the height uh, of the ground yeah. and, it, and it goes like maybe a hundred centimeter, a hundred mil hot, deeper into a hole and your leg sort of bends at full extension. Didn't think, didn't think any of that. I still went the full, um, the full 10 Ks. And then afterwards, after I sat down in the afternoon, my leg was sore behind my knee. So that's obviously the tendon is being stretched behind your knee. That's how you do your crucia. Yeah. So other than that, uh, it's almost like if you stand, stand up and try to lift your leg up, my right leg goes up. The other one just goes, it's not happening. I've got to help it up. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the kind of, problem that i've got at the moment yeah so after that i got third i got third place for that for the handicap that's awesome so currently the um you get a maximum of 50 points per race and given your handicap so you whether you're first or whatever i'm currently second on the ladder um first place is 80 points i'm 81 so um yeah 
How's the knee? The knee's good. Uh, it, I heard it again on, <laughs> I did a Steve special during the trail run this week. So, um, and it hurt my Achilles on my right leg and hyperextended my left leg somewhere along that trail as well. But yeah, get into that, yeah. That was only a short week that week. That was 35 Ks. So then basically I, I, I thought I've got to get some Ks in my legs because I was doing a 25 K trail, which if any of you know, a trail is more than a road run. You know what I mean? Like a 25 K road run is probably more like a 30 or plus trail run. So um, you try can't to get the same pace. speed. Can't always nah. go the same speed, can you? It's not the same. Nah. You switch but off think, on the road. You have to yeah. think, you have to constantly think because you're looking, where, especially in a trail race, you're looking to see where's the course go. I don't want to miss a turning like yeah. Woolly does. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you got to watch your footing as well, don't you? Yeah. And then you got to watch, watch your where your foot going. It's so easy to trip or put your foot on a stone and like and Matil today just a foot put it down on a stone and a foot nearly twisted her ankle, stopped herself from rolling her ankle. It's yeah. so easy to do or trip on a route or, you know, slip on mud. So you've yeah. got to constantly be thinking like, yeah. Yeah. So coming from the Sunday handicap, I thought, oh, I'm just going to run this off because mm-hmm. my, my knee was sore, but I could still run. It was weird. I just went for a jog out the front. I, thought, I can still run. I just can't. I guess my form probably wouldn't have been as, as good as normal, but I could still run. So I, I decided to do a light um, 10K recovery. Um, Tuesday, I did 14Ks, uh, the first three with Kylie. So almost three with Kylie. And then I head out and did um, probably like 80, oh, there's an 80 minute run. So yeah, I just just jogged it nice and easy just to make sure my knee wasn't hurting. I think I had a rest day Wednesday, then Thursday, because my hours just kept me early and earlier. I ended up doing a, a, an early morning run and then friday i finished uh, thursday i finished work so thursday morning um i finished at 5 a.m and I'll, i took my headlamp that i was going to be using in the wild horse at night race and um, went for a bit of a run just to test the, the focus and the brightness and stuff um that was kind of cool so that was like i got to do the sanford rail trail from work from fernie grove station out to um Sanford is, it's a bit it goes over the Sanford range and follows the um the train the old train line so yeah we should, we've done that before, Steve. yeah we've done that mate yeah. there's a there's a plaque in there it's yeah that's the site yeah. of the worst um railway train. crash in Australian history that yep that's the one yeah yeah so and then um so that's Thursday so um Friday um did nothing in the morning friday night 6 p.m i had a race at wild horse mountain it's 25k trail run um up the halfway between steve earl and way and at beer bar and basically and then that finished um around 8 30 8 40 i think and we got home about 10 30 i had a spa to fix my body and then the next morning got up and went to park run and pumped out a, a 21 49 so that was pretty 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 good park run Jeez, so, your legs must have been sore oh it took me a k to get going i think it was about a 5 30 first k something terrible i just couldn't get going but then after that i freed up and i thought oh, i'm just gonna hold it at the 4 30 pace and then i think the last two k's i did a 408 409 so it's pretty good and then good. yeah sunday sunday just did a recovery run so it's good awesome mate awesome yeah yeah so that was my week 70, 75.9 case, so almost 76 case. Unreal. That's yeah. a great got, week. Quite yeah. a good week, really. Yeah. 
had a rest day there on Wednesday. So in the end, it ended up being quite good. So I am um, when I was running uh, on Sunday morning, like so I was feeling pretty good, stoked on back running, and uh, I was like I said, I was tempted to run like you know 15, 20 k, but I just thought it's probably going to be too much too soon. But I, I was listening to um, a couple of the podcasts on my headphones whilst I was out running. I really think um, like I've learned from like I've, believe it or not, I've learned from my dad just listening to him speak. I learned a little bit from Maddie um, last week, speaking about his diet and stuff like that. And um, I really think that in the process of getting these different guests on, you know, sort of we've had trail runners on Maddie's like an ex footballer turned runner. I think we're kind of, we're learning how to kind of like manage your mental health in different ways. And I think it's a really good thing. And, um, you know, all we're trying to do is motivate people to live healthier lives by, by getting involved in running and stuff like that. But so I just wanted to say to um, people listening, just stay on board, keep listening. Cause we'll, we've got more uh, cool, interesting guests coming up in the future. And, uh, if you can just keep listening, there'll be, there's just, there's just so much gold hidden. If you can just sit and listen to them speak, there's a lot to take out of it. So if everyone could, uh, yeah, stay on board with the show, share it, tell your mates to listen. If you got friends who are just, you know, they're in a bit of a rut and not, they're sort of not very fit and healthy, send them the show and just send them a certain episode that you think they might like. And, um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of things to take from those those little interviews that we've had, and I think especially with the Gold Coast Marathon coming up, there'll be so much um, good little tips and tricks with your training for that. And um, we might be we might have a, a coach coming on to talk about marathon preps and stuff like that soon. If we can lock him in, so stay tuned. I just. I just thought I'd, I'd mention that because I, as I was listening, I was thinking, man, this is good. You know, we're, we're doing stuff here where it's going to help people's mental health and, um, you know, myself suffering with a bit of anxiety a few years ago. I think it's really a really good thing. We should try and get, I mean, we've got lots of people that hope we might be able to get on. Um, like our brother Spencer would be good. Um, but um I think a lot of us do, you know, Steve, uh, Spartan and I doing the trail races and things. Uh, we might reach out to some more of the uh, trail runners, even uh, Ryan Crawford, if he listens, um, if you're listening, uh, drop uh, Steve or, or I a, a message. Yeah, um, any of us, any of us shoot us a PM on And you that. probably know, I mean, have you spoken to um, cameraman uh, in the Thai boxing days? Or not yeah, really. yeah. I've been out the back. I've fought on the same show as him a couple of times. Oh. Like you kind of, we weren't really like what you'd call friendly though, because you're kind of on each other's radar. So you, you, you say hello and be polite, but you don't want to get too friendly in case you've got to end up fighting each other. But he was a what, way what class above me. He was, yeah, I think he used to fight 72 kilos, 75 kilos. So I was... I was, light, I was much lighter than that, but you just never know. And, uh, but that's what, that's why I stuck at K1 and <laughs> you wouldn't want to fight him. He's like, 
He's like your size, Steve. Big, long, yeah, tough, he's tall, isn't he? Prick. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, yeah. um, we had some pretty good uh, race results from Brisbane this weekend. And yeah. you know, do you want to do them, Nath? Yeah, let's uh, kick off. We um this weekend we've just had uh, the Dead Cow Gully Backyard Ultra, and that's because on the property there was a dead cow found hanging fell over off the side of the gully off a tree um and it was found the poor beast was found a few days later and that's why it's called the dead cow gully and it's a backyard ultra on that property in the nango up in queensland so it's an hour and a half uh, drive from here now the results they've been running for um how many laps did we get on that the, we the winner did 37 laps 37 laps at 6.7k a lap yeah. so it's 37 hours so in third place ryan crawford the, the cameraman aka the white kenyan um who has has won many a trail race and uh ultra um we do the last Australia. man standing events and that and the last man standing yeah yeah uh, and like uh, the last, the Clint Eastwood last man standing, he won a couple of years ago. He's third. Apparently on Instagram, he's posted that uh, he wanted to keep going, but he stopped for a piss and uh, blood came out. So he thought maybe in uh, lieu of keeping his health in good order, he'd, he'd uh, stop running. Um, right second there. place, yeah, Josh Duff. And the winner, uh, was Barry Loveday. So you, with these last man standings, the if someone uh, drops out of the lap before you, then you have to do that last lap on your own. And he ran 247.9 kilometres. So good. Crazy. Crazy. Now, also, we should have a mention. Crazy. Yeah. We should mention to uh, Nicole Jukes as well. She was the uh, last woman to drop out. And her um, run has put her in the top five distances ever covered in a last man standing event. Um, the first woman and la and the f the fifth person overall, and she ran two hundred and one kilometers. Outstanding. So, um, She's a local girl too. Right. Yeah. So that's awesome. And uh, Queensland really does have some some great uh, ultra marathon runners. The world record in a last man stands 87 laps and the longest in Australia, if I'm not wrong, Fraser is 51 laps. Is that yeah. right? And that, that yeah. dead cow one, the record is 44 laps. Yeah. So cameraman. Nicole, yeah. Cameraman's got the record there. Yeah. And so Nicole Dukes in Australia, she's in top five men or women. So number wow. five. And that's no, the female also, record, right? Yeah. yeah. So in um, in the UK, there was over this weekend, if you're any UK listeners or people who know the race, the Cowshed Backyard Ultra was on and our friend John Rose was running. Uh, he pulled out gut issues after 12 laps. So that's still 80-odd K. So there's nothing to be sniffed at. It's an awesome result. The winner was Sarah Perry. So the uh, female, first female, first winner, uh, first person overall, and she did 33 laps. So, um, wow. and she finished just before dark on the second day. So uh, good shout out to her, Sarah, if you, uh, if you listen, and if you want to come on the show, give us 
give us a shout mate um, and i'll we'll have I was instagram watching... page up soon so you can message us yeah. on that steve what Wally, that uh casey dell did it yeah yeah i don't know where she came i, I did see 13 she... 13 laps she did 13 laps yeah. and i was just reading uh, on her uh, instagram in the in the men's thing it says in a dramatic turn of events we are down to the final two ryan had a serious medical issue where he had no choice but to withdraw yeah hmm. um yeah yeah he posted a video on his instagram saying you he can't blame that him. he, Can you he went for a pee and there was blood so he just pulled out smart yeah. move i reckon yeah. Yeah, but she, that Katie Dow did 13 laps apparently. So. Bloody good effort too. She's an she's an awesome athlete too. And and in these um backyard ultras, there's no podium, it's just a winner and everyone else loses. That's how they work. Yeah. <laughs> then they give so, you the 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 Clint East with last man standing, they give you a wooden spoon. Yeah. Um, well everyone gets and what, one. What's the what's that what they give you for the the um the dead cow gully one? Is it a, uh, the a dead piece cow of gully? Bark? They get a trophy for the the winner. He got a trophy, and uh, I can't think. Of, I think it was. Um, it almost looked like some sort of horseshoes or something around some sort of platform in the middle with the dead cow gully. And I'm yep. pretty sure I saw it on a web page somewhere. But everyone else got a piece of bark with <laughs> dead cow gully loser, and then a bag <laughs> of <laughs> a cry. <laughs> Ryan Crawford, the cameraman, was holding up his because he pulled out. Um, he had the bit of bark with the, the title on it and the bag of cryback cow shit. And it has oh. on the cow shit, it says, oh, I did not make it. So, just you know, the thing it. about cow shit is different to horse shit. Horse shit goes out and it's like, like really light and still yeah. solid. Cow shit, it, even though it looks pretty solid on the top, you you hit the kick. You, you kick the crust off and it's still running and shit underneath. It's so dangerous to run on or horses go on. Like, yeah. just, it just lasts forever. Just the stuff takes forever to harden up. It's just yeah. terrible stuff. That's some outstanding distances, though, eh? Oh, what was it? 247 Ks, was it? And that's like, we used to do 24-hour mountain bike races, but some of these people are staying, they're awake for 33 hours. If you run 42 it, like what's the word record? 87. That's 87 hours. Yeah, nearly running three, the whole three way. Three and a half days. <laughs> yeah, no, that, um, you know, you know, Ben Parks does his channel. His partner, she did that hundred mile race down in uh, Cornwall. Yeah, runs around, runs around the mile line there. Yeah. I think. yeah, she did thirty four hours or something. I think cutoff mm. was thirty six hours. She did thirty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, um, there's a cutoff for UTMB, and that's 160 kilometers, 100 mile. So you start at Chamonix, and then you cross the border. You got to take your passport with you. Cross your border into Italy, running around the base of the of Mont Blanc, Alps, and then you run into then Switzerland, and then back into France. Finish at Chamonix, uh, 10,000 meters of elevation gain over 160 kilometers. So the winner, the winning guy does it in about 22 hours. Actually, last year, it was 19 hours. And uh, Courtney DeWalter, she was the first female last year. Now, she started at the first checkpoint. She was like 54th place. And then she slowly made her way. The guys go off a bit gun-ho, a bit too fast. And she ended up like, I think she was seventh overall, first female in 22 and a half hours. 
So, um, and you run that far, only two hours behind the fastest man. So that's some pretty good going, a lot of elevation. You've got to take your sticks with you because if you don't start with your sticks, you can't pick them up at a checkpoint. So you have to start with your sticks, but you need them because, you know, when 20K into a race, you you just need this to help keep you up. Especially Mate, going down the hill as well, that, so it's pretty tall. If you look that that one up on YouTube, the scenery is spectacular. Great race, it? yeah. It'd be just awesome I'll send to go you, and watch. I'll send you guys a link. I watched one yesterday, and it was a really good video, the whole recap, but it had just some really good scenery showing all the different people where they were, they're different coming in and showing them in their pit stops. And some of the guys were eating the old, in the top three, were eating like pickles. They reckon pickle juice is meant to be really good, but they're on these like, they're like five six inches long these pickles he was pulling out a jar and munching on them and he gave one of the other guys who was next behind him one as Yuck. well it's like oh yeah i couldn't think of that you imagine that about 15 15 hours into a race chewing on a pickle mate we've missed the most important result also what about the wild horse at yeah. night event at sparling who won that okay so the wild horse uh at night 50 then first place, um, I've got Brad Glover in four hours 32. Um, second place, Troy Leafling. Third place, Joshua Luck. First female was in fourth place overall, but first female was Cherie Barnes. Um, so great work to those guys. Okay, so yep. the Wild Horse at Night 25K that um, Spartan was in. We got first was Matt Scott, his Jedi master. I don't know what age group that is. Um, second was Amanda Pavey. So she's Jedi master and she uh, was also the first female, second overall. Um, third place is Hayson Dennis. Then Michael Donovan. And fifth place, Steve Sparling. Uh, was second in his category. So awesome, mate. You made the podium in your category. Well done, Sebo. Well done. Thanks, so, boys. Good stuff. So we're getting How was it? Results. Oh, it was wet. Oh, it, it only rained on... It rained Tuesday. the night before, didn't it? It uh, absolutely chucked it down the night Yeah, before, I think it was Wednesday Tuesday night. night. So Wednesday morning, they only got 12 and a half mil, but I think it come down heavy. It wasn't a drizzle. It was only it was over an hour or something. So I think drizzle probably would have been better, but the downpour obviously causes the, the holes to fill up and the creeks to be full again. So, um, yeah, two and a half Ks from the start. We're running down to Tibrigargan Creek, and I was expecting that to kind of be dry because last time I went through there was after the floods. It was still the same, <laughs> exactly the same, didn't look any different. Um, a massive um, leap across. I got across with dry shoes following the same route I did on the recce out there. Um, he made Alistair that I was running with at the time. He followed me and he's, he, we both made it through dry shoes. But then after that, um, the sand was like, almost like quicksand in places where it was, it looked dry, but as soon as you put your foot in it, it was a, it was shoe deep wet sand, you know? So, um, uh, I think on my recce there a few weeks back, I couldn't find part of the trail, um, at the 4k mark. So we had to do like a, a loop out to the checkpoint and then another loop back to the checkpoint to make it to the 10K. And you have to, being nighttime, they just ask what your number is. They sign you off to say you've passed the checkpoint. That that two and a half Ks through the bush is basically along the edge of the creek. It looked like literally they'd just gone through with a machete and carved it out and then hung 
reflective tape up everywhere. So we were running through trees. And I think if the 50K guys hadn't gone through before us um, and, and the grass was folded over, we wouldn't have no idea where we we're going. <laughs> what, um, how many K was it for you, your lap? Um, for the full run? Yeah. I got 23.7 almost. So it was just so shy. Been, so the 50K wouldn't have been a full... No, they changed the finish. There was a race brief five minutes beforehand saying they had to change the course. Um, I don't know why. They just said they changed the course so that everyone come through the start finish point and then cross <laughs> running through the car park to go through the start point again, which is kind of weird. Um, and instead of coming back up the trail, which is like one point or almost two Ks from Tibra Garden Creek, they took the 700 meter highway side around the back of the, the wild horse lookout. So 700 instead of like 2K. So it basically knocked off the 1.3K that I was missing. Yeah, I so. thought they would have might sent you, would have sent you around the base of the um, the mountain again, might have picked up some more K. You know, you come in, do another loop yeah. and then go back off. But obviously yeah. something happened. But the map I had in my watch was last year's race. If we come the same way back to the start, um, it would have been 25K. So I don't know why they changed it, but obviously there's a reason for it. Um, so yeah, everyone would have been short. 50k would have been short. Um, but yeah, it's still a race, I guess. You set you set you set off early, didn't you? Because you with Alistair, you set off a bit uh, um a bit slower. Sorry. So uh, yeah. um, I think maybe you could have done. You might have been a place or two higher. Uh, yeah. Had you had you gone off? Um, oh, definitely. Race mode. Yeah. Um, I, my, I set out with Alistair. We haven't run a trail together. He's a little bit slower, but the plan was to to run together at least till the checkpoint, um, 10k, which is the second checkpoint. So we went through that one once at uh, four and a half or 5K. And then you had to do another 5K loop back through to that start and go through the bush again and back out. Um, at, at some stage there in that first four and a half Ks, I did a, I, I clipped my heel and did a full flip over and, and hit my um, Achilles, my right Achilles on a tree and took a big- Steve special? A Steve special, as, as we always do. Hey, Steve. Yeah. A race Steve special. Yeah, a, a race Steve special. And I took a I took a skin flat probably just bigger than a 10 cent piece off the back of me um the heel. So at the checkpoint they were worried about oh. the blood, so they had a look at it. Um and, I, and they asked if I wanted a band-aid. And I thought at that stage there's sand and blood everywhere, and as I've already been through water and stuff. I thought, well, what's the point? That's not gonna do anything. Yeah. And then they said, Well, last year again at the next yeah, the next loop, they had another look at it. And then um, by then it was starting to get tight because obviously I'd flipped and hit it pretty hard as well. So almost like a rolled ankle, that's what it felt like. So I basically just told them to tell Alice there that I was just going to keep going solo for the rest because if I stop and wait, I think it might have just like seized up a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I pressed on, went pretty hard after that. So from 10K to the end of the race, the 13, almost 14Ks, I, I pretty much run it where I could run or run and then other bits where we had to navigate through trees and stuff. But that's the only thing that really slowed us down. So past yeah, probably time. about time. past probably about five people in that, in that time, there's very few and far between because we were running the same course as the 50 K. So I think in my category, I think I pass because you had a glimpse, they had different color on their um, bib. Obviously there's blue for the 50 and I think yellow, um, emblem for the, the 25 so just a quick glance at your headlamp as you pass them you could sort of see what what yeah. the event they are in and how'd you but, go um, with the lamp did it light up enough for you 
That was awesome. Yeah, I, I sussed it out during the week. There was a programmable part of it where you could um uh, uh, uh you could go through a sequencing part and um it would you could just put on a boost boost function. So you had a boost function that set a brightness like of the maximum brightness for two minutes, and then it just slowly faded yeah, back yeah. to the normal light. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. How did you find um, the directing yourself in the dark and like trying to still read the trail? So you don't get lost. I try not to focus on my watch because obviously I've already done the recce before. So just trying to look for the next um, tape in the tree that glows, you know, like the reflective tape yeah. on your, your. It's hard because you're trying to look. If you uh, if it's reflective, that's great. If it was just yeah. pink, you probably would miss oh. it. I think because because you got your light on and you're looking at your feet and then you're trying to yeah. get lost. Is that your first night, night race, um, Steve? That's only my second trail race, so nighttime is way harder. Yeah, it's definitely. And trying to get your footing right too, because obviously you're looking ahead a little bit. Um, on the road, you can look further ahead and you're just running. It's a flat ground, you know what I mean? But on the trails, yeah. you're looking at little ruts and stuff as well as the next little ruts. So you're kind of almost second guessing where your feet are going. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's probably yeah, not enough people to follow the trail at lights of, of other people. Like in a mountain bike race, we used to 24s. You could sort of, and I don't know how we remember, I remember where the course was, but because you're doing the same lap, like all the time, you get used to it in the daylight doing it. So you know what's mm. coming up and then you've got exactly. other people with you, when you're on a mountain bike, you've got one on the handlebars, one on your helmet. So you can light up a little bit more. So you see a lot more and then someone else comes yeah. up behind you and their lights are sort of lighting the way. So it, but it is yeah. definitely, I think you don't have that much uh, power um, yeah. back up in that. So you, you sort of, yeah definitely that that was the hardest part obviously um running by yourself and trying to navigate without falling over again with a sore foot already um yeah just i think it's just as the the holes and stuff that you've seen ahead maybe three or four meters ahead as they come to you you're looking at the next three or four meters and you're kind of second guessing where you're putting your feet you know what i mean a lot of it was really dry soft sand which is um kind of weird because a lot of it was wet as well but the dry soft sand i could sort of say was almost when you're coming off the beach and you're getting right up to just getting off the beach it's that real soft sort of stuff that's oh. kind of just sort of sucks you in you know what i mean trying to run through that is really super hard, hard. Eh? yeah super yeah. hard to run through that stuff and then next minute you got undulating packed gravel and next minute back into sand again it's, it's, it's a very diverse course but it was mainly sort of through um basically pine forest so yeah actually a really good it's weird that there's so much sand out there eh? it's so far from the beach i know but it's um it's kind of flat so i'm assuming that goes on uh, if you look at a map that joins on to the back of pumicestone passage sort of up near cooching creek it's all sand yeah. area yeah. So i'm sand. guessing it's, it's not, just sand because yeah. at some stage it would have been sand so maybe it was a big sandbar or something yeah yeah so. yeah we got three yeah. of, two of the biggest sand islands in the world straight yeah. out from there in in uh you know, Fraser Island and Australia Island. So, yeah. Um, so, mate, you did well to back up the park run with the that you smashed your Achilles. Like, and I was meant to be at park run too, but I just couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, soft. I'd yeah, have been tempted to I, stay in bed as well. Yeah. Oh, I just got up. I thought I'm going to go there because Alistair said he was going. He, he's backing up as well. He was running with his son. So, he was doing some sort of recovery. But, um, I got there with no real, I didn't even warm up, man. I just went for it and just um, got there, did a few stretches and thought, geez, my Achilles are tight. <laughs> and um, after a K, warmed up and off we went. How many K did you do? So, just a park run or did you do a bit more? I did park run and then uh, two loops, which is like 3.2 yeah. or 3.3 K warm down. So definitely needed the warm down. I think if I skipped that, I might have been a bit sore. Yeah. So 
after the park run, I did um, a two-lap warm down, which I'm pretty sure if I didn't do, um, it would have been pretty sore. But, yeah, and then Easter Sunday. So after everything was done and dusted Sunday morning, I went out for a, a 10K run at lunchtime, just an easy run just to stretch the legs and actually felt quite good by then. So How was your was Achilles my... then? Still tight, but after I get going, I, I do a bit of stretching out the front, and once I get going, I seem to free up, so can still run. It's just um, yeah, a bit bit tight. I go tight again when I just sit down for sure. Because I'm um, trying to get up and do stuff. It's the first few steps are a bit, bit probably just um, bruised nasty. and maybe yeah. Mm. I don't know. Hey, when when um, I was up the Sunshine Coast for Easter, we went. We took the kids to the beach at Golden Beach like right yep. or actually on the park run course and um i don't know if you guys have been up there and seen it but when you're at golden beach now and you look straight out to like what used to be private island you can see the surf rolling in yeah yeah uh, the middle yeah. of well like the top end of private island is completely blown through and yep. you've got like a new river mouth and a bar like you can see the surf like it's crazy yep so that, that broke through a while back. Um, yeah. Christmas time, I think. Yeah. Nuts, eh? Yeah. It's so weird. Everything, though. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. look across, so now, you're, you're so used to seeing the island there. Yeah. And it's just, there's surf rolling in. <laughs> yeah, so over time, that'll all change. They reckon the tip will go further away from um, Bullcock Beach there, further back towards the other way now. So it'll just all wash away underwater and that'll be the new tip. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Tammy's dad Where's was telling that? me, you know, you know, what? Happy Valley, Nath. Yeah, yeah. We're like just across from right, there. Like, away. Yeah, like yeah. the top of Bribey Island. Well, a bit further down, when we had really high seas one time, it just it just blew over the top of the yeah. island, didn't it? We had like king tide yeah. and big surf, and it just wrecked the island. Yeah. yeah I remember Tammy's they said there was only about five meters till it broke through, and then a storm come a few days later and just washed over. It just so, did it, eh? Yeah. Just yeah. plowed right through it. And yeah. now it's probably a couple of hundred meters wide. Like it's massive. Yeah. Um, so be between there and Golden Beach, um, the top, you know, Bullcock Beach where Happy Valley is, that, yeah. that tip that used to be there, that's eventually just going to wash away, they reckon. So that'll, the, where it broke through will be the new tip of Bribe. And that part there will be really wide now. Like the just a huge, huge, huge yeah. opening. Yeah. Well, back in the day, Tammy's dad was showing me photos that you could when it was low tide, you could walk from Bullcock Beach across to that tip of Bribe Island. Like when the yep. tide went out, it just went to bare sand. So people used to just play on the sand. There was no river there. And then it changed to, to being a river. And now it looks like it's going to change again. Happy Valley doesn't break like it used to. It used to break beautiful, didn't it? Like now yeah. it just doesn't, doesn't yep. break, you know. Yeah, oh, mate. When, it's, when, it's, when there's big surf, that the middle of that bar is... Like Do you remember that time that year I got that that new uh, longboard that Josh and uh, that Dennis Anderson and you were on the beach and then I was absolutely just taking off. It was like head high waves. Those things were huge out there, and you I was in my like neoprene vest and uh, you know I'd always drop down straight down do that big bottom turn. And then you paddled out and you said, oh, fuck, it's you I can see from the beach doing those big bottom turns. <laughs> I always remember that. That was, a, that was big. That was, oh, I'll say big. That's big for me. But oh, remember yeah. we saw that shark there that one day? We, yeah, we, we, yeah. We were surfing and that bloke was standing there with his surfboard walking backwards, like stabbing at the, it was going for him and his daughter. 
and we just went Mate. we had a scream and we just got it out was of like so, it was like something out of a movie wasn't it it was nuts yeah. is it that that made the front page of the sunshine coast daily that apparently did it and then like, went, we were like 10 minutes later we said should we go back out we went, yeah come on <laughs> It was like one of well, you just couldn't believe it. It just happened, eh? But then nah, I went the next nah. week, and the guy I was talking to some guy like just stood on the beach watching, and he was like, "Oh wow, was you was you here for that?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was like me, my mate Nathan, and Keela, and another guy Ooh. out, and we couldn't get out because it emptied the beach, and it yeah. it just turned and swam straight at us, and we were like." You're just like on the. There it was, was clear. Not, the water was, there was crystal clear. Know, wasn't it? There was nothing in the water. I had my hands, feet, everything up on the board, and then it just turned and it swam towards like King's Beachway, and we just hightailed it. <laughs> to well, we get were out. in Noosa. We were in Noosa, you know, for the fifty, and then the next day we went to the beach, and all of a sudden this little girl comes up to us. and goes, "Don't go out in the water. There's a shark out there." So we went, what? And as I'm walking down to the beach, there's loads of people standing there. I just saw this like fin in the water. And I went, oh shit. And then there was wow. a fin behind it. And I was like, oh, that's a shark because the fin comes up, you know, and the tail fin yep. on a shark is different to a dolphin the opposite way. And then um, all of a sudden the, um, the lifeguard comes down because I'm waving at him like, fuck, there's a shark. He comes down and he goes, it's a stingray. It was here ah, yesterday. Yep. And oh. then it swam by and it put both its wings up. So Manta Ray, two sharks. Yeah. No, it was just, he reckons it was just a big, um, I don't know if it was Stingray or Manta Ray. It was a Manta Ray, yeah. yeah. Big. And it was like dark one side, the top side was dark. Mm. And then when you could see the underside, it was white. So um, it was yeah, just, it was just freaky because it just looked just like a shark and it was chasing a load of uh, fish around. And then some surfers went over to look at it and the lifeguards come over in the boat and said, I'll oh, just leave it. Leave yeah, stay out yeah, yeah. It. So, mate, I, I was yeah. at Happy Valley on Boxing Day like two years ago. Oh, it might have been more, three years ago. And um, I'd been out for a surf. It was the same sort of conditions as that day. We saw a shark, Nate, like not very big, but like crystal clear water. And yeah. um, I'd be, I was on the shore playing with the kids. And then I said to Tammy, oh, I'm just going to go get one more wave. And then we'll go. And she said, right. So I had a, the nine foot, I got a nine foot McTavish male jumped on the mail, paddled out the back like super quick because Tammy was saying, telling me to hurry up. And by the time I got right out the back, and there's hardly any surf, it was really small waves, but when there's a set come, you could actually get a good one. And by the time I got out the back, there was like an old guy on a mail with long grey hair with a hat on. He was wearing like a bucket cap. And uh, when I got out, I sat up next to him and he goes, did you just see those two fins? And I went, no where and he pointed like in a, in the direction that he was like looking and as he pointed i just saw like a flash so i think that they were chasing a fish saw like a flash and then just out of the like like just coming straight towards me like motoring was a shark it was probably about 1.8 meters long not not massive but enough to like, like i could see its teeth and everything and it, I don't know whether I scared it or if it, or if the fish that it was chasing did like a 90 degree turn, but it comes straight at me. And as soon as it got like two meters from the board, it just spun and went out to sea, like at a million miles an hour. And I turned, record speed. I turned the board around like this 
and the next ripple that come through, I was like, <laughs> I was on the next wave, like paddling, and I caught the next wave all the way in. And, I wonder uh, over the years how yeah. close we've come and not known it. Because you watch, uh, who's the guy on, is it Scott someone on Insta? He Scott does the, Fairchild, yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to watch Scott Fairchild, he's always got his drone and he's just videoing and this surfers just unknowingly like sitting like oh it's scary three at least three meter sharks huge just and they're great whites too they're like you know if they take a bite out of you you're a goner yeah that's it you'll just bleed to death yeah sorry they don't even see them they're oblivious they're looking up at the drone the guys following these sharks the drone there's a massive man eater swimming underneath them and they just don't even know it's there yeah yeah that's crazy. All right, back to running. What we got on this week? We got uh, what are we tapering for um, the relay? Yeah, I think what I'm going to do this week is I'll do. Um, I'm going running once we hang up this. I'll do my normal 10k loop, and then I'm going to Striders on Tuesday, which will be something similar, you know, to what we did last Tuesday. Be something similar to that at the mill, probably 800 repeats or something along those lines. I haven't checked the um, Facebook group yet. And then um, Wednesday I'll run again and I'll just, I'll just cruise into the weekend. I think yep. maybe, maybe a longer run sort of Wednesday, Thursday, and then just cruise into the weekend and yep. get ready to sprint. <laughs> yeah. Monday. Yeah. I've got to work that out because Monday I've got uh, the relay and then I've got on the Sunday, the Brisbane trail marathon. Yeah. Uh, i got to work out recovery and sort of taper a bit for that. Yeah. Wax will be back. Wax will be back. He can just stand in and give you an extra rest. Oh yeah. He's recovered from COVID. He, he just messaged me before I said, we're doing the podcast and he said, I'm just about to go running. He sent me a photo at Sandgate and, uh, he sent me a photo after that. He ran 10K in like five-minute K. So he's yeah, obviously shit, hasn't affected him too bad. He's recovered real quick. Yeah, that's yeah. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for him. Yeah. So we'll just rotate through. Nathan, if you want to – you don't have to go every time that we rotate through. You only got to do two. That's got to two Two minimum, wasn't it? Yeah, two minimum. Bring, I reckon I'll be all right to go give a couple of good smash yeah, outs. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. keen to, to yeah. go. We get some good photos and yeah. video and – and then you got a week recovery, so yeah, I'll get some running in. Yeah, it would just yeah. be like a hard it session. It would just be yeah, like it will a good be a training tempo, session. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to try and get a tempo session in this week, really, to um, yeah, get same. some leg speed. Yeah, same. I'll probably do that midweek sometime. I might just run up the road and then go for a warm up and then run up the road and then just because it's virtually downhill, run. It's 800 meters to the end of the road. I could do some 800 meter splits and then jog jog recovery at 800 back and then just sprint down the road 800 yeah that sounds good mate come to striders come to striders on tuesday night yeah okay everyone's welcome what, yeah what time's that uh, it's a bit details. late it's 7 30 that's a that's the only problem it's a bit late i usually get there at seven and just do a nice long warm-up cruising yeah, around most australians are in bed by eight nine o'clock so i'm surprised they do it so um, late well, they had a they had like a bit of a vote on it, and lots of people said that they've their kids go to bed early, so it works good for them because they can put the kids to bed and then go to training. So yeah, and I so was kind of like two, two I was neutral. I didn't care. I didn't even 
Like I was just like, I'll do whatever. I locked in another event this week. Um, I did the Bridge to Brisbane, which is the 28th of August, 10K. Good stuff. So I got 43.15 there last year. So hopefully I'll be able to beat that off the back of a, a big year of long distance stuff. Hopefully the stamina will be a lot higher this year. So It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's 10K, not 12K, but still starts the other side of the bridge. We were yep. just talking about Matilda might think about doing that as well, but it's the logistics of getting to the other side of the bridge. Uh, yeah, it's all, car, and what do you do with the car? No, nah, it's all public transport. So we caught it from Chermside last time. So we just drove to the Chermside. They've got different hubs and you can just drive there and park for free with your ticket. Oh, wicked. Um, oh. And then yeah, they got What'd you go on the train? Or the bus. bus. Yeah, we just caught the bus. It went all the way to... There's two other pickup points. There's like one at um, the valley somewhere. And we just stayed on the bus and went all the way to South Brisbane and drove all the way to the start line. We walked about two Ks to the start line. And then you just get the free bus on the way back. Yeah. So then at the finish, you just basically go out and it says buses this way. And they have like, and just ask the people ushering out and say, Chermside, a bus hub or wherever you're going to go. And they just tell you to get on the bus and just sit on there until you get off. Well, if there's one from Aspie, I might do that. We might go to that park at Aspie, pick and pay or whatever, and then get in yeah. from there. Yeah. Cool. Pretty right. sure. Pretty sure. Maybe Chermside might be the furthest away, but if you can get to Chermside. It's quite expensive though, isn't it, for that 10K? What's it? Uh, 60, 60, 68, oh, 30, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. 62. I think at the moment yeah. it's 62. Then it goes up to 67. Yeah. That's a, a little right. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. You what, time are you, what time are you going to aim for? Surely close to 40. If I want to try and, yeah, I want to try and crack 41. I've never done 41. I've been in the 42s a few times. So 41, you know, 40 points something, you know. And I was just looking before. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I still can't make Noosa, but GC 30s the following day I can make on a Sunday and they've still got positions. But my next handicap run is May 15th. On the 14th, there's the um, Redcliffe Running Festival. I think you might have done that last year, yeah. Steve, out at yep. Pelican Park across the Hornybrook and back. Yeah, well, they got a relay this year for the half marathon, so you can do a oh, team yeah. of two for the relay. Yeah, shit, that's Still, that'd be good. So yeah, out and back tag, and then the next person does the ten and a half the same. So that's that's pretty interesting. Oh, like, yeah. um, that's out on it, the that's out at Clontarf, is it? Yeah, yeah, Pelican Park where Jetty Jetty yeah. starts, and then you go out yeah. across the Hornybrook to what's that park on the other side there? Um, yeah, more up Decker Park. Decker Park, yeah. there's a turnaround point there, and then you come back. So 10 and a half Ks each. He's just tough so, running over that bridge, man. Yeah. It was so windy. It's windy. Yeah. Yeah, but well, not, not having to do it twice would be pretty cool. Just do it once and then tag someone and, and get sort yeah. of some sort of team thing. So maybe trying to sort out what I'm doing with that GC30. It's still a possibility. So I've um, done that park run at Main Beach. So that's half the, the trail part of it. It's 5K and says 50 50% trail and, and footpath. So obviously from main beach at the other end along there and then you do the two and a half out of the trail of the the park run there as part of the trail so it's be interesting i reckon if, you, if you're still keen if you're still keen for the the kokoda 96 team of two hmm. then um we'll get some more details on that what date was that again that's the june june yeah june three yeah didn't Daniel that we interviewed, didn't he um, win the GC30? I think he said no, something. Second. Right? Second. Second. Yeah. Second. Oh, yeah. 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 He just, um, yeah, he was second for that. But that's the, oh, that's just Friday. Maybe it's the 5th of June, the Sunday then. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, 
I'm good. We've got Sundays off as of now, so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, here we go. Trek on 96 kilometres as a team. So will that be 48 k each? That'd be pretty yeah. good. We'd, we'd have yet. a chance of well, we wouldn't win, probably win it overall, but we'd have a pretty good chance, I reckon. Even I got another two, two boys yeah. that love running trails that probably join in too, and then we get a team of four, which would break it down a bit further. Yeah, you get a bit of a bit of a gap before you run again. Mm. So you're going to be too much. Need four k each. Yeah, mm. you'd wait in like you'd be three hours. You'd be like three hours, then you run again. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you'd be like, yeah, you'd, I'd rather just. Uh, I, I think if we'll have a look, we'll have a look. I'll get some more details on that. I'll we'll find out what fundraising. You got to do some certain amount of fundraising as well. Yeah, well, we'll sort that um, out when we get closer, anyway. Yeah, it's a.m. It kicks. It starts at six a.m. Yeah. Um, but I'll, uh, I'll just, um, yeah, I'll find out what the. Um, it's it's good there because there's the house there and everything with toilets and all that. Uh, the um, Trek to Health House headquarters. Um, yeah. so, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a really good, it's a really good organization and I look forward to working with them a bit more, but, um, I'll find out what the, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's basically, they raise money for, uh, frontline workers and returned, um, ADF members. So Australian defense force people come back from war and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'll find out what the fundraising is, how much is expected. Yeah, all right. Cool. You get a free T-shirt. Um, well, I think you do like a raise one hundred and fifty dollars, you get a free T-shirt, and then like five hundred dollars, you get the free, um, really nice like waterproof winter jacket. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they, it's um, and the T-shirts are great. I've got to say, the T-shirts are like second to none. They're good. Mm. You can run in them. They're pretty pretty good T-shirt to run in. That. All right, I'm gonna go running. Yeah, I'm done. Good stuff. We'll um, we have some dinner. Yep, we will catch you next week. I guess we'll be recapping the relays. Yes, we'll wait till Tuesday. Eh? Yeah, All sounds right. good. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, See you, boys. Right, Everyone See have you, a good mate. week. We did. See ya. Bye. Troubles behind, yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. My imagination, I'm contemplating.